Greetings, gamers. Layton here from Layton Night with Brian Wecht, that show that you're listening to right now. Uh, I've got some exciting news. The time has come. If you're listening to this episode, that means our black metal Stay Safe Come Hard shirts are available now. So come on down and grab your own at merch.laytonnight.com. I'm telling you, everyone's going to be coming from all over to get a hot load of this beautiful shirt. That's merch.laytonnight.com. Sorry, .com. I meant... Anyway, hope you folks enjoy this episode, or else we're coming for you. Wait, that doesn't sound... Jared, cut this out. Hey, everybody. Before we jump into this episode, I did just want to say a personal thank you to everybody who supported us on Patreon that made this day possible. It's a big day, big day for me, and I appreciate you all being a part of this. Also, we did record a video version of this episode, which will be available to all Patreon subscribers. That's all tiers. And if you want to check that out, go to patreon.com slash late night. All right, let's do this. Folks, welcome. We're here, the long-awaited day. Well, we're actually in a rare move for late night. We are actually recording at night. Yep. It's March 27th. It's 7.11 p.m. Pacific time. Nice. And this is my first time, let's call it smoking marijuana in 20-something years. But there's another milestone being celebrated here tonight. Jarek, do you want to discuss what's going on with you? (laughs) I've never smoked or ingested marijuana into my system in my 25 years of life. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so Jarek, it's a big day. It's a big day for us. It is. I was talking to Joel about it a little when he came and chopped this goodie bag off. Oh, yeah. He's like, you'll be fine. You won't be out of control. You'll just have a new experience. (laughs) Yeah, that's what life's about, man. (laughs) New experiences. Speaking of new experiences, I went to the dispensary for the first time. In my life ever. Me too. Okay, so it's important that we discuss this. Well, before we do this, should we dive in? Because if this takes a while to take hold, I don't want to be here for five hours waiting for shit to happen. That's not how weed works, but yes, yeah. Well, okay, how does it work then? I mean, it might take like an hour with your edibles, but you both got vapes, correct? Yes. I got edibles too. I got a vape and some mints. Oh, what flavor did you get? Moroccan mint. I don't know how to operate this eye stylus. Yeah, neither do I. So that's the vape hole, right? (laughs) Welcome to the vape hole, everybody. Oh, so above the pink line. I got the same exact one as you did, Brian. Oh, is it the aroused one? It is, which my wife had several questions about why you were sending me something called arouse. (laughs) Here's the question. Do I just breathe in or do I hold down this button? No, there's no button. You're going to take a draw and with the doses pens, it cuts off with like one dose. So you'll each do one and we'll see how you feel in the next little bit here. And then maybe you do another one. We'll feel it out. Do I hold it? The smoke? The vapor? Have you smoked a cigar before? No. Okay. Basically, you're going to breathe in and you're going to make sure you get extra air in you. You're going to hold it in your lungs for like five seconds max, but you don't have to. It's like five is the peak of like how much it will actually affect you if you hold it in. And then you exhale. Okay. And how long do you think it's going to take for this to hit me? 
So there are a couple of things that can happen here. One of them, which I think might be the case and that I've been worried would be the case is because neither of you, Brian, let's say you've never smoked before, essentially like 25 years is... Basically, yeah. Basically. Because your body ain't used to it, you might not get high. Okay. Well, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay. So I think you should each eat one of your edibles now and then do your vape hit. Okay. I feel like I'm at Catholic church again and they're giving me, you know, the little bread. Communion. <laughs> Weed communion from weed, Jesus. Weed communion. Okay, so I have the 2.5s. Mm-hmm. This is my mint. Suck on it or chew it? You can chew it. You can suck on it. Whatever you want to do. Um, it might make your mouth tingly. All right. Just so be aware. It doesn't mean that you're dying if your mouth is tingly. I ate this one thing late. Yeah. yeah. Jarek, you said it's 1.5 or 3.5? It says 35. THC, 1.5 CBD each. Okay, yeah, 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 you're good. So you're both nervous, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, so this is Brian Wecht. Everyone watching this, is Brian Wecht. And this is my vape mint. That's what I think it's called. And I'm not going to chew on it. I'm going to suck on it. And here we go. All right, so this is my first time. Jarek, you ready? Are we going to do this together? We got to do this together, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jarek's first time ever, my first time... In 20-something years, if I freak the fuck out immediately, call the cops. I'm saying, call the cops. Okay? This is a beautiful moment, please. Okay. Here we go. Ready? I'm breaking the dare oath that I took in elementary school. (laughs) Sorry, dare lion. Three, two, one, suck. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to say it. All right. Ready? Yes. Three, two, one, suck. (laughs) Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm getting fucked up. (laughs) I'm so high right now. Oh, wait. Hold on. I brought something for this. Brian puts on sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. This is so God won't know you're high. Oh, what is this supposed to taste like? This does not taste good, by the way. Oh, yeah. Welcome to edibles. They all taste like shit. Do they really? The chocolate ones cover up the flavor more, but with gummies and mints and stuff like that, it's going to taste weedy. Yeah, it tastes like shit. So important context here is that, am I going to admit crimes on this podcast? Yes, do it. North Carolina can't get me. You know, when I first began smoking weed as a teen, I was in an illegal state. And thus, it's always an adventure. And all the anxiety is, I am going to be arrested. But a thing that you do when you cannot legally acquire beautiful packaged, bougie, top shelf edibles by walking into a store and then a beautiful one with a septum piercing gives it to you, Mm -hmm. you make this thing called firecrackers where you take a graham cracker and you spread it with peanut butter and then you cover it with weed flour and you put it in the oven and you bake it. So the thing with edibles is you want the fat of the food to interact with the THC so that you may ingest THC and get high. Anyway, you put it in the oven and then you have a hot graham cracker covered in peanut butter and burned weed and then you choke that down and then you do not get high. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So you all are having the very privileged experience. I should have asked. Also, I ate a big dinner right before coming into this. So is that going to mitigate the effects at all? Brian, you're not supposed to eat before you smoke weed. You're going to (laughs) die. I'll be fine. Also, folks, uh, we're joined by our lovely producer, Jarek Centeno, today, if we did not straight up say that. Hi. Also, can I tell you both something? Yeah. We're going to have another guest joining us. Oh. And I'm not telling you anything about them. Whoa. And it'll be a little while. All right. I wanted everything to kick in first. Okay. But I will give you a hint. It is not a previous guest. It is a new guest. 
Oh, hey, very interesting. Very uh-huh. interesting. We're going to have weed Jesus himself right in we, from on high. I'm not going to reveal anything about them. But okay. Except that this person has not been on the podcast before. Interesting. But it's someone I'm pretty sure you both know. So any guesses? Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. Okay. Great guess. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. Guys, I'm almost done. Hold on. Oh, you're uh, still sucking. Uh, yeah, I suck forever. I'm really, the thing about sucking is I'm really good at it. <laughs> and so I really take my time to get in there and do mm-hmm. a great job because that's the kind of sucker Brian Wack is. Well, it's done. Wow. Uh, should we hit this? Right away? Yes, you should. What? The edible is going to take a little while. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Listen, if it makes you feel any better, I'm going to take a really fat bong rip out of my pod bong. (laughs) (laughs) I got to take these sunglasses off. Bongs are terrifying, guys. You know that Parliament song? Is it Tear the Roof Off the Sucker? I can't remember. One of them where the DJ says, let me put on my sunglasses so I can see what I'm doing. (laughs) Turns out you can't see very well when you have your sunglasses on. So Parliament was, was wrong about that one. What else could they have possibly been wrong about? Okay, here we go. So I'll, I'll allow you to take your vapes first, and then I will do a fat, respectful bong rip straight to the dome. And this is the the the, the vape hole right there, the dick hole. <laughs> That's the business end. Yeah, the business end. And we suck until it vibrates. Yes. Wait, is it gonna like light up or something? You'll know because it'll stop. Okay. Wait. <gasps> I'm so nervous about this. <laughs> I mean, I don't smoke cigarettes. I've never smoked a cigar. Yeah. Last time I smoked was a joint in the bathroom of the dorm of a private school when I was 22. I love this. So I'll tell you now, your throat's going to hurt. That's always the hardest thing about when you first start smoking weed. Not especially if it's a vape, but like your throat's going to smart a little bit. It hurts more with vape? It depends. I think with those, it won't be as bad. But the first time that I ever hit a dab pen, I saw Satan immediately. So... Okay, I'm going to... Will I cough? You might. The thing is, is if you cough, that means that you will be higher. Okay. All right, I'm ready for this. Why are you more nervous than I am, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) You're doing some WC Field shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so suck until it vibrates, hold, exhale, right? Yes, and just make sure that you get, like, extra air. Like, you know, breathe through your nose, too, so you're getting it in. You want to feel it in that diaphragm. My heart's racing. Yeah, mine too. All right, should we do this? I guess so. All right, Leighton, count us in. All right, three, two, one, suck. <laughs> hey. That is dank. <laughs> Jerk, are you alive? I mean, look at who's coughing over there. Took like a champ, both of you. Uh, All right, I brought a very special weed strain today. I'm smoking a hybrid called Tits. <laughs> now, I don't feel anything, so I'm going to take a couple more hits. <coughs> Go with God. <coughs> Maybe do one more. I'm not going to do one. I just, I'm not going to do one more right now. No way, right? I thought you were being serious. Let me just give this a minute, please. Yeah, yeah, of course. How are we feeling? Vibe check? I feel great. (laughs) Are you okay, dude? Oh, my. I feel like somebody stuck a rubber boot down my throat and, like, dragged the heel up slowly. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Tastes like shit. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It did taste like weed smells, though, a little bit. I was happy about that. Like, I feel like I'm doing a thing. Did I do it correctly? <laughs> yeah, you weeded, guys. I mean, from what I saw. Also, I don't know. I love your shirt, Jarek. Yeah, underrated sleeper band. Hell yeah. Go, banana, go. They're going. Oh my God, that's beautiful. <coughs> Is this a secret print or something? Is this on market? It's on the market. I think two people bought one. <coughs> and both of them were your wife. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She wears the one we got for free. <laughs> yeah. Let's review our experience. To me, that was fine. It did tingle a bit, but it didn't burn. I feel like I inhaled... And then a couple seconds later, it tasted like weed. Mm -hmm. I'm a little worried I didn't get it all the way in. And I want everyone to sound clip that. (laughs) The mint was worse than the vape, to be honest. Okay. All right. This is acceptable. I mean, I definitely feel cush. (coughs) And 420. (laughs) You've cracked the nug. Yes. Welcome. You've popped your little weed cherry. Oh, so graphic and awful. What else would you expect from this podcast by now, Brian? exactly. Oh, you know, if it was a weed cherry, it'd be called a bong cherry, right? (coughs) Instead of a bing? Everyone understands this. Bing, I think the most popular cherry. Instead of a bing cherry. Wait, 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 I'm not done. Instead of a bing cherry, it's a bong cherry. All right, now I'm done. You can have it. So I'm going to teach you some weed terminology. Yes, Cherry also does actually mean something with weed. If you were smoking out of a bowl in this... This is a bowl, as you might find on a water pipe. When the flower is burning, that is a cherry, the bright weed burning, that is the cherry. Mm -hmm. And then there's a thing that you can do that's horrible if you hate yourself called a ticking time bomb where you sit in a circle with your friends and you light a blunt. Now, a blunt is a cigar filled with weed, right? Yes, it's typically with a combination of perhaps flavored tobacco as purchased in a swisher sweet form, which you can pack in a variety of different ways. No matter how you do it, it's going to be frustrating as shit, and they taste terrible. But you shove it into the weed that's already in the bong, and you go in a circle, but you light the joint, so when you pull, the joint's going to go down. And it's called a ticking time bomb because there will be a moment where the joint gets down to the bottom, and it lights the weed that's already in the bowl, and then whoever... It's on when that happens has to really, really do that suck. It's miserable. I have enough anxiety about doing drugs as it is. That sounds like actual hell to me. I used to do gravity bongs. You fill a bathtub with water and then you have a bowl on top of a two liter can of soda or a cutoff gallon of milk. And then you use the, I'm just telling you another horrible way you can do weed. Wow. That I don't recommend. That's a lot of milk to drink while doing a hit. (sighs) Yeah, it is. It is. Speaking of passing blunts, who would your blunt rotation be? Jarek, that's a great point because this has to do with a little segment that I wanted to try on this episode. Yeah, yes. So as an inverse of the group of people that you would like to pass the blunt with who are cool, I want to know what's your nightmare blunt rotation? What's the most chaotic, horrible combination of people you could smoke a blunt with? I love this. Can we set some parameters? Real, fictional, living, dead? Let's go for real and living or dead. So can we say shit like Hitler's evil twin? No, no. Let's keep Hitler out of this. Okay, great. Just who has rancid vibes that you do not want to be around when you're stoned? Mm. I'm going to say one of mine is Ben Shapiro. That's a good one. 
Yes. Yeah. I don't want to go full political. I don't want to go too far into obvious answers. I want some specificity in my comedy here. Let's take politicians off the table, okay? Okay. That's fair. Ben Shapiro's fair game. <laughs> yes, he's not a politician. He's just an asshole. Let's see. Number one, Baby Yoda. <laughs> I think just a huge bummer in this context. Very cute. <laughs> I mean, he's old enough. He's 55, I believe. But I think you're going to see Baby Yoda sitting next to you and feel absolutely terrible about what you're about to do to this child. So You've just influenced this poor little creature. Oh. It's going to fuck up his midichlorian count for sure. That's right. So, yeah, number one, I'd say no Baby Yodas. No, no, no. We're building the Nightmare Blunt rotation. This is like the Justice League. We want to get them all in. No, I'm saying he's right on my left. And then I, I have to pass it to the next one, right? So this is the worst one. Well, see, okay, Brian, this is an important point. So another thing about when you smoke weed in a legal state is that you have to go to a dealer. And mm -hmm. dealers, bless them, you're always going to encounter some weird shit. It's always going to be like you just stepped into a bad David Lynch film. So I guess like a Neil Breen film. Um, Burn. And there was this one guy who came over to sell us weed, and they always want to smoke it with you. Like, when you order a pizza, oh. the pizza guy isn't going to eat the pizza with you. Anyway, but this one dude was just, like, really, really harshing the vibe. And then we lit the blunt. This was right after the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, you passed to the left in times of peace, man. And then I just immediately passed it to the right. Because, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes, we are absolutely passing to the right in this blunt rotation. So we got Ben Shapiro, Baby Yoda. Oh, you know who I would fucking throw on there? Yeah, do it. Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, <laughs> Fuck him. Good call. That guy sucks. Can we have one more person in this? Oh, we can have more people in here. Yeah. That one uncle in a Home Alone, Uncle Frank. I like that we're introducing daddy issues to this blunt rotation. <laughs> yes, but Uncle Frank is a giant piece of shit. Okay, but what if it was also the Grandpa Joe? We have original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but then we also need to get the updated Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Grandpa Joe. No, OG. Who played the new one? Someone stupid. I don't know. Do you remember anything from that movie other than just like Oingo Boingo? <laughs> yeah. In this spirit, while we're talking about this, I'm going to put Roald Dahl on this list because that guy had to be a huge bummer. Yeah, there's no way he's cool. He's like known for being an anti-Semite. Oh, oh, sick. Yeah. His family released some kind of statement recently, which was like, yeah, we know he sucks, but sorry. <laughs> you know. I have no backstory of Roald Dahl. He's a piece of shit. I didn't know that. Well, you know, was he notably more a piece of shit than many other people of his age? I don't know, but he definitely said some anti-Semitic stuff. I'm going to blow this thing wide open for everybody. Everybody who has ever made something cool that you like is kind of a dick because they're a person. Yeah. Like every single person on this planet is kind of a dick in some way. Especially us. We're monsters. Yeah, we're fucking awful. We should be first against the wall. <laughs> I just feel like so many old British guys from that kind of period would be horrible. Like enormous downers, kind of racist, very classist. Anyone from that Winston Churchill y kind of era. Uh -uh. Mm, yeah. Dude, I was looking at some Albert Camus car crash pics today <laughs> while I was just chilling, Saturday vibing. Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. When you see people talk about how the fact that, you know, champion of absurdism died in a car crash and they're like, isn't it ironic? Fucking Alanis Morris said that's not ironic. <laughs> also, how are you guys feeling? You know, in terms of the drugs, I don't think I'm feeling anything yet. 
mm-hmm. but I'm unwilling to take the next step. I'd like to give it a while before really? I commit to ingesting more. Jarek? Will you at least do another mint, Brian? No. Oh, not even a mint? No, not right now. No. If you do the mint by the end of the episode, you will probably be fucked up. So Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to do another one. I mean. Do one. Jarek, I believe in you. You can do it. I'm feeling rambunctious. <laughs> it's a pandemic Saturday, baby. Yeah. My mom wouldn't be proud. Well, she's about to watch the video. <laughs> Don't send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> Put her in the blunt rotation. Jarek's mom is in the blunt rotation. Yeah. I love the idea that I know Jarek's mom's contact information. That's pretty great. Don't send it to her. Is it? I like that. (laughs) You don't have to worry, dude. I don't even know her first name. My mom is a sweetheart. Every time she ends the phone call, I'm like sad about something. She's like, yeah, just don't do the bad stuff. (laughs) I love that. That's such good parent advice. Yeah. Here I am doing the bad stuff, mom. Sorry. Before we came in here to do this, I was eating dinner with my family and Audrey was acting stoned. (laughs) And she said, can your eye like focused on something that isn't even there. And I was like, save it for the episode. Oh my God. What a great high question. Jeez. Oh, it's thought provoking. Hold on. I wrote this down. I never tweeted this because it would be a disaster for the reasons you're about to see, but it was an incredible piece of bullshit from the mind of a very young child. This is about a year and a half ago. She asked us, what if you went shopping at a store? And the only dress they had left was a dress no man would want to see his woman in. (laughs) Wow. Where did that come from? I don't know. I mean, where does anything come from with children? But I just love the, because we were like, okay, anything they had left was a dress. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No man would want to see his woman in? Wow. What? Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's not like she's ever used that phrase or anything close to it before or since. So I don't think we're raising another exemplar of the patriarchy. (laughs) You never know, man. The patriarchy is insidious. This is why you got to be careful about smoking weed because that patriarchy, it's going to come out and grab you. Yeah, well, it charged me 50 bucks for this fucking vape pen, so it's winning. Yeah. Yeah, it truly is. I actually think in the interest of, you know, we have a lot of people in the audience who are pretty young. Ha ha, gotcha, bitch. Sorry, that was a fruit fly. Oh, I thought you were talking to an audience member. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I'm going to reboot to Catch a Predator and it's just going to be gotcha, bitch with Leighton Gray. (laughs) (laughs) Bash a pod, bitch. Anyway, continue. We have a lot of young audience members and I think in the interest of setting a good example for these young audience members and like, you know, not everybody lives in a legal state, you know, your brain's squishy until you're 25 and you know, the weed, it's already done irreparable damage to my psyche, et cetera. I think it's really important that we express to the children and the adults out there that doing drugs is not okay, even when it's for entertainment on the internet. Yeah. So I arranged a little something. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Officer Shaw. Oh, oh, so happy to be here. Hey, he can't hear us, can he? Oh, yeah, he can't hear you guys. (laughs) I like that you can't hear them. So, Officer Shaw, we're here today to talk to the children about how it might seem cool to do weed on the internet with your friends. It definitely does. To celebrate getting 300 patrons. They're they're shoulder-deviling me right now, Officer Shaw, in case you can't tell because you can't hear them. All I can hear is the ingestion of Schedule 1 substances in the chat right now. And I gotta say, sounds like a couple people are going to jail tonight. 
Well, I just thought you might want to share your expertise with the young children in the audience as well as the young children who are also on this call that you cannot hear. So if you would lend us your wisdom. Oh, yeah, precisely. Listen, guys, your ingestion of sexual substances such as marijuana will lead you directly into a life of... An influencer. ...prison <laughs> and terror. Here's what's going to happen, guys. Uh, you already touched the weed. We have video evidence. I don't know why you guys are doing this on Patreon. He rehearsed this, didn't he? But um, from everything I can tell, just from having worked on the forces for as long as I have, you guys are going to jail for a really, really long time, and it's really strange and really telling that you guys would be dumb enough to do this on uh, on a Patreon episode. I can't believe you guys. He knew this was coming. But don't worry. I'll be coming for you. And he didn't practice it. <laughs> Also, as an officer of the law, I am obligated to tell you both, while you're high, that there is no place... He's literally committing a crime right now. <laughs> ...that is comfortable for your tongue to sit in your mouth. He's impersonating a police officer. <laughs> what he's doing is way more illegal. So, you are also now breathing manually, and you will breathe manually for the rest of your life. Did I also mention you will be this high forever? <laughs> he's right, kids. I think he's committing a felony. <laughs> I legitimately think Vernon is committing a felony. It's a damn shame. We had two promising young men here with a bright future ahead of them, and they swear all the way to get high. Layton, ask him questions about his record as a police officer. Really get him to commit to being a police officer. <laughs> officer Shaw, so you can give us a little bit of perspective for the kids so they know to respect your expertise in this field. Can you tell us how long so you've been great. an officer? The children ask. What city? Oh, yeah. What city? Yeah, I've been an officer for Who's a very your supervisor? Long time. off in the forest, taking down punks like these guys for their dope. He's going to jail for this. And you know, you, you <laughs> work your way up in the forest, busting dope scenes like this. And now I have a slightly personal vendetta against these two who appear to be taking this entire situation. They don't think they should be serious, do they? Get him to identify himself as Officer Vernon Shaw. <laughs> Make him say those words. They don't think this and what city he's in. Thing is, Ask him his rank. God knows. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, Officer Shaw. Would you mind giving us your rank as officer? Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, I am a sergeant? <laughs> yeah, that's what I am. So your rank and name is Police Officer Sergeant Vernon Shaw? So your police rank and name is Sergeant Officer Vernon Shaw? <laughs> Can you repeat yeah. that for yeah. me? I'm sorry, what was that? Sorry, what? Uh, you had a little fit right there when you were about to say what you're full. <laughs> no, don't mind that. Don't mind that at all. I'm not doing shit till he says it. Another thing about these punks that are going to jail <laughs> is that they obviously, obviously don't understand or respect or even in the slightest obey society. Just get him to confirm. We need a verbal yes. You are a police officer. I'm going to need you to verbally tell us and identify yourself as Sergeant Officer Vernon Shaw. Okay, I don't understand where this bit is going, but you rarely understand where a bit is going when someone's high. It's not a bit. It's a crime. I'm Sergeant Officer <laughs> Yes! He's fucked. He's fucked forever. <laughs> Thank oh. you very much. That's very useful. This is great. Leighton, say, this has been a sting. You are about <laughs> to be convicted like? of impersonating a police officer. I think that they're really, really responding. Answer the door. <laughs> really, really responding to your message, Officer Shaw. I'm going to text him right now. Keep him on the line. <laughs> they have no future ahead of them. In fact, I would say that they already threw away their future of the first time they touched that dope. You know, when I was an officer in the DARE program back in the 
real quick, how old are you? And how long have you I'm, been on the force? It seems like you guys are just like trying to ask me a lot of questions about my credentials for actually being an officer. And that just really sounds like what someone would say if they partook in a habit that, I don't know, funded the Taliban. I sent him the following text. You just impersonated a police officer. <laughs> Felony, bitch. Fucking got you. Uh, I just got a text from an unknown party saying, you just impersonated a police officer. Felony, bitch. Fucking got you. How high is this man? How high has this man gotten? To the point I can't disclose officer shot. I'm stone cold sober. I just respect the law. <laughs> You've proven yourself. Hang up. Hang up. To- How do you know I'm not a cop? How do they know I'm not a cop? How do they know I'm not a cop is not a good thing. Fraud <laughs> This is fraudulent. Whoever the Brian character is has no power over me. No. And because cops are never prosecuted. <laughs> Just say this is fraud officer Leighton Gray of the NFQC, which is not a thing. I don't know what that acronym stands for. Yeah. Brian, that means I'm going to get caught for fraud. But I think the more important thing is that not only are these men going to jail, but they're going to hell. You but know what? Mean. That's right. Hang up on him. Okay. Thanks, Officer Shaw. Can you give me an AK? Can you- oh, anytime. Anytime. Listen, just like everyone knows that Brian and Jarek are high, everyone knows that you're high, officer, quote unquote. High on defending the law. Oh, you don't know that. This sound of bubbling water could just be tobacco. You don't know. Okay. All right. Can you give us an ACAB real quick? Yeah, I'll call you back, obviously. <laughs> Incredible. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I think that was successful. I hope that everyone out there really took that message to heart. Don't impersonate a police officer, kids. (laughs) All right. I don't think either of you are high, but I am. And I'm not sure I can follow this mental structure. How are you feeling? I'm checking in. I'm very excited right now. I don't know if I'm high. I legitimately don't. Okay. I feel pretty loose, but I also just might be excited that we're doing this. That's very sweet. I don't feel bad. You know, I was just thinking about this. The first time I ever got high, I had a terrible experience. I legit thought I was going to die. But in retrospect, it's because I was in a crumbling relationship at the time and doing it with my girlfriend. And then we broke up not too long after that. I think that may have had something to do with it. This is not the Ben Folds girl, by the way. Okay, different one. Yeah, if you're feeling bad and you smoke some weed, it's a real roll of the dice of, am I going to convince myself I'm dying or am I going to be like really chill and listen to some Animal Collective? I'm so scared. to. It's only been 40 minutes since we did the mint and then vape the vape. I kind of don't want to do it again. Should I hit another gummy? Mm. You were just advised not to do that. Did you do the second vape? I did. I kind of want to do a third because I feel like that second one was lame. Dude. Do it, do it, do it, hit it. You are evil, Leighton. Okay. (laughs) So, Brian, I don't know if you've been at a party with me in a while, but I am the weed pusher at a party. Uh So I'm always going to shoulder devil. As I said, all people who make shit that you like are dicks, kind of. And this is the area in which I am either a dick or, like, super cool. Well, let's take a vote. Who thinks uh, Jarek should hit it again? Raise your hand. All right, that's one for Layden. Who thinks he shouldn't? Me. It's a tie. <laughs> it's just that I'm more high than you guys right now. Well, you're also a professional, and you ripped a bunch of bong hits. How many milligrams would you say you just ingested, if you had to guess? You don't measure milligrams with flour, you scrub. Would you say you ingested more than we just did, or about the same? <laughs> 
Oh, considerably more. So what are you feeling right now, Layden? I'm chilling. I'm grooving. If we weren't on this call, I'd be, I restarted The Sopranos from the beginning because I forced Vernon to watch the first episode. It's great. It's just good vibes. Smiling ear to ear the whole time. I want to see it again because I grew up there. Oh, if you're like nostalgic for Jersey shit, it's so comforting. Like watching it is just like, ah, my mom's side of the family. (laughs) Oh, I would love to see, yeah, all my dad's friends. Yeah, they're never not eating in that show, which I think is just fucking delightful. They're never not eating. Like, I assume a lot of it is slightly to very overweight middle-aged white men. (laughs) What would ever give you that idea about the show The Sopranos? Yeah. So, all my father's friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is perhaps the most classic weed thing of all time. I feel like I might be feeling something. Fuck it, dude. I'll rip another one. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Let's go. Is this legitimately a bad idea? No. All right. I'm going to trust you. Listen, I never said I was a role model. I wouldn't intentionally lead you astray. But also understand that I have the tolerance of, like, a large elephant, so grain of salt. I never said that I was a role model. Every time I hear that, I think of the Natalie's rap. That was explicitly what I was referencing, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the rest of the stuff you said from the song? Oh, dear God, no. That originated in this diseased organ inside of my skull. Then you did exactly what my brain did, which is started with Natalie's rap and then went on to something original. I was like, I felt that's what you were doing. Like, it started like a bit, but I was like, no, she's actually saying it. Brian, are you high? (laughs) I don't feel high. I really don't. Okay. I'm not saying yes or no. Okay. Have you ever read J.G. Ballard's Crash? No, I've read High Rise and then a couple short stories. Right, yeah. I started reading J.G. Ballard's Crash, which for those not in the know, it's not the basis for the movie that won the shitty Oscar. It's the basis for the David Cronenberg, James Spader fucks cars movie. I didn't know that was a Ballard thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really fucking good. The entire thing is, like, extremely pornographic, but it's, like, very, very beautifully written and, like, fascinating. It's streaming, and it's not streaming anywhere, Mm. especially not the uncut one where there's, like, we might have to bleep this, wound fucking. No, we're keeping that. Perfect. It came out on Criterion with a beautifully painted cover by Phil Hale, who's one of my favorite painters, and it's just, I gotta get Crash on Criterion. I gotta see James Spader just going at it in the fuselage of a car. I've never seen it. All right, I'm ready with my vape pen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right? For those of you not watching the video, I'm holding up a ballpoint pen. I think that really completes the bit by saying what the object actually was. It's very Genes, not Unpipe, the fucking the Magritte thing. This is not a vape pen. Let's do this. Yeah, rip it. Wait, I almost smoked the wrong end. Voids the warranty, bro. I'm scared, but I'm going to do it. This is the last one I'm doing this show, though. All right. Wait, what's the top again? You see? See? Fucking see? I did the same thing. I like that they're like a little tampon. Shall we do it? Do it, cowards. Yeah, I'm really not doing any more the show. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Suck. <laughs> did you see I did a little circle thing? <laughs> I'm sure it was really cool, though. <laughs> okay. What was crime on Kauai? Like, w- did people get murdered? People didn't get murdered, but before I reached middle school, there was like a meth crisis. Wow. Like the slogan was, stop Hawaii's ice age. Brutal. Whoa. Just on that island? No, it was spread out. Okay. And then my neighbor across the street, he was like the most unassuming guy. Him and his wife had like great jobs. They had no kids. He had like a giant boat. And then in the newspaper one day, giant drug bust. He used to work for this gas company that would drive trucks onto the ships. Mm-hmm. And somehow he was like mixed in with that with like shipping drugs in her island. Fuck. 
which I imagine is a pretty serious offense. Oh, yeah. That's a crime. Making meth? Yes. I agree. <laughs> Despite what Officer Shaw would say. Yeah. I want to do a segment of the later segment that I want to do now because there's a cold beverage sitting on my desk that I would very much like to drink. Oh, yes, please. So in an, a completely original move that no other podcast has done, looking at you Doughboys, they've never done anything like this. We're going to do a segment called Eat or Yeet. And I had some beautiful little packages that I put together. Look how artful these are. Right, right. I'm a professional. And you'll see that it matches my Blockbuster hat. Hey. Oh, yeah. Unity. But I assembled these little bags of some various treats and snacks that I have purchased because every once in a while is a fun little treat. I like to order a really big box of Asian snacks. I'm like, I've never seen that before. I don't know what that is. I get it. So I've assembled some treats. So there is one element of this that is not a food thing, but it is a little beverage. It's a beautiful little can and just take the can out. Okay, got it. Got it. Nice and cold. So tell us about these cans that you're holding. Crunch, crunch, pear. Only for California. Why would it be for California? The only California is a warning that it might expose us to chemicals, including lead. Are you serious? Yeah, whatever. It's fine. If the lead can only hurt the Californians, so we're fucked. Yeah, that stuff is bullshit. So let's crack these bad boys open. Yeah. So, Cheers. How refreshing. That's nice. Eat. It's a little sweet for my personal tastes. Yeah. Tastes like good pear juice with just a hint of lead. <laughs> just a sprinkling. Oh, this would be so good if you put like some gin in it. Oh, yeah. yes. Should I go get some gin? I just got some. Although I'm maybe a little reluctant to start drinking alcohol <laughs> <laughs> on my first weed stavaganza. You'll feel it. I'm, you know, I'm going to wait on that. Yeah, I was not expecting this to be good. I got them because I've never seen pear juice before, but the cans are just so cute. They're very cute. It's a perfect size. So yeah, that's an eat. I would go as far to say is it's a treat. Ooh, wow. Yes. So we'll save the snacks for later. All right. It's yeet, eat, or treat. Is there a level below yeet? Delete. Delete. That's better. Now, I believe our mystery guest is calling in pretty soon. Oh, yeah? All right. I'm just going to sip my delicious crushed pear juice. So this is something you mail ordered. I think I got it from asianmart.com. It's some like very generic name like that. But I just love that shit. They have so much stuff and it's all delicious. And like the graphic design is gorgeous. That's something that I'm very jealous that my kid is growing up with that I didn't, which is amazing Asian markets all over the place. Yeah, there were big Asian populations in North Jersey, of course, but everything wasn't just like mixed together like it is here in quite the same way. So the fact that, you know, pick any ethnicity out here in LA and you'll find some market representing that is so amazing. I love that one in um, Little Tokyo. The Ninja? Yeah. That general run where the guy plays keyboards at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Their sushi is bomb. Yeah, Little Tokyo is great. I haven't been down there for a year. Oh, <laughs> I'm seeing this mystery guest. Yeah. What it's going to be amazing when everyone hears their voice. This is a late night first, a surprise guest. Yo! Hello, Lord Phobos. Hello. <laughs> Does everything work? Are we, are we here? <laughs> we can't understand anything you're saying, but uh, I heard, does anything require me here? Is that right? Why would it be hard to understand? 
<laughs> well, I'm very impressed with your diction, Lord Phobos. Sorry, I should introduce you, of course, Leighton and Jarek, in case you don't know. Greetings. They know you, but I know you tend not to remember all us mortals, so I didn't want to presume. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, man. <laughs> I just gotta get that off my chest. Are you a fan of the podcast? Of course, of course. <laughs> wow. Wow, that really means a lot. Yeah. For those of you out there who've heard the term peaking when it comes to audio, that's what we're seeing in Lord Phobos's feed right now, and it is really great. <laughs> Lord Phobos, I guess if you're a fan, you know this, but uh, two of your bandmates have been on the podcast uh, in the past. We had Commander Meowch and uh, Dr. Sung both have joined us, and it was lovely to talk to them. So you're number three out of four, and I don't think we'll ever get have. <laughs> no, no, you see, he still doesn't say anything. Right, yes. He's zip. That used to be a quality of you as well, that you didn't say anything, and then that recently changed. Can you tell us a little bit about how you found your voice? Yeah, it was broken, and then I had a couple wires soldered back together, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did you take so long? Was it a financial thing, or did you find a new aspect of yourself? Why did it take so long to fix them? Rare parts. Rare parts. Yeah, it was very difficult to find the parts that we needed. That's a very good name for another Lord Phobos solo album, Rare Parts. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, you should. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Well, Layden, do you want to walk Lord Phobos through what's happening here tonight? These two young men who are also on this call and who are drinking delicious crushed pear juice have ingested some marijuana. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it is fair to say, everybody, I'm high. I'm definitely high right now. Wow. Hell yeah, it's happening. Yes! <laughs> I can't believe this. How do you feel? It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Lord Phobos, it's incredible to have you here. Yeah, it's incredible to be witnessing history right here. Are you addicted? I'm definitely addicted, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm addicted. I, the interesting thing is I'm addicted to all the drugs now. It just, it, the, the, that door it creaked open a little and then it flew, the wind just got it and it flew open. So uh, to, to this, up through the ever clear version of cocaine, I'm addicted to them all. I'm sorry, that's not good. And so far, it's working out for me great. I'll let you know when I try some of the other drugs how it goes, though. But it reminds me of the Mr. Show lie detector skit. Have you seen this? Yes. Ah, uh, yes. A classic. Yeah. You smoke crack? Yeah. How was it? It's great. It's crack. It gets really high. So that reminds me of that. But Lord Phobos, the reason I asked you to be on tonight, so it's Jarek's First time ever smoking any weed, right, Jarek? What? Correct. So he miraculously has less experience with drugs than I do, which I thought no one did, but <laughs> we found someone and they helped produce the show. So can you help guide us through this journey into ourselves? Okay, um... <laughs> <laughs> when you hear that sound, I want you to just center yourself mm -hmm. on a happy thought. If you're, like, stressed out, you know, mm -hmm. and it's too much, then let me know and I'll hit this bell. I'm stressed out right now because you hit the bell, so can you hit it again? Okay. Yeah, it's not getting better, but I feel like you have to keep doing it by the parameters you set up. Let me know when it gets better and I'll stop or keep going, whatever, whatever works for you. Maybe try it faster. 
That's so soothing. Much better. Yep, I got there. Thanks. (laughs) I did want to compliment your lovely singing voice. Yes. Because, as you said, you didn't have a voice for a while because it was broken. Then you found it again. And since then, you have been releasing a series of stunning musical vignettes on your Twitter. What did you do? Did you do Staying Alive? Yeah, I did. um, So we got uh, some chic, late freak. Yes. Let's Dance by David Bowie. Mm -hmm, That's right. Ring of Fire, uh, Johnny Cash. Oh, that was a good one. Yes, of course. And Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. That was a really hard one. I practiced a lot before. And then most recently, Inter Sandman by Metallica. (laughs) Yeah, making the Metallica gesture. That's right. I know you, for a long time, have been a fan of their attitude towards copyright, but only recently started enjoying their music. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the worst landing for a joke I've ever experienced. Wow, the the pause... (laughs) was, oh, that was a decision to act despite the quality of humor. (laughs) Metallica did a stream recently and their audio was muted in their stream. (laughs) Did you hear this? Yeah, and was replaced with, what was it? It was some like very cutesy, happy music. (laughs) That was. If people wanted to see these songs, Lord Phobos, where would they see them? I want to thank you for making this shameless self-promotion so easy. It's on Instagram, lord.fobos. Yeah, yeah, there's a dot in the middle. There's a dot in the middle, yeah. Twerp has a TikTok now, Oh, aren't you on TikTok, Brian? Whoa. I am on TikTok, and I would love to discuss TikTok with all y'all and Lord Phobos, because I have many things to say. Lord Phobos, do you have a personal TikTok? I do, and I saw you were looking to do duets the other day, Brian. (gasps) What? Would you do a duet with me on TikTok? I wanted to the other night, but I didn't have the time. I thought it was a fleeting thing, so the next time the duet opportunity opens up, it'd be great. Let me find you. Is it Lord.Phobos on TikTok, yes? Yeah, I think so. That's you. You have a few videos. I don't have TikTok. I'm sorry. And you don't have TikTok yet. It's a no man's land for me. This is a thing that last time, I believe we were on the podcast, I said something to the effect of, I have no interest in TikTok. And then promptly went about a day later and signed up for a TikTok account. Yeah, I think you've said that repeatedly throughout the time that I've known you, you dirty hypocrite. That's who I am. But here's the thing I wanted to ask. Now, I'll tell you, Lord Phobos, if the reason I didn't start following you it's because Twerp does not follow you on TikTok. So I didn't see you there. They follow Luna, Luna Lee, Andrew Huang, Kaylin Ellis, The Count, Jack Black, Josh Harmon, and Aaron Samio. I don't know how to pronounce their name. But they don't follow us. They do not. But to be fair, I don't think you follow Twerp either. I don't follow anybody on TikTok. I'm following zero people. I don't even know what to look at. When I log on the app, I just hit the plus button to upload a video. But I would love to learn more. Yeah, well, so maybe it's retaliation. So I want to ask, now, Jared, sorry, do you have a TikTok? I do not have a TikTok. Okay. Here's my experience with TikTok. This is actually a very good thing to talk about since I wanted to discuss it with everybody. Sorry, that was a mistake. Well, now I'm feeling stressed out. I'll hit it again. I'm gonna, you're going to need to do what you did last time where you do more and more and really ramp it up. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm still freaking out. Nice hat, by the way. 
Brian is wearing a hat that says I heart weed. Oh, thank you. I got it in Weed, California, where we were we were on a tour. It was a truck stop. Yeah, it was a truck stop. That's right. So, of course, you and I were on tour together, although you only would sleep and walk on the outside of the bus. But we did see each other on stage. We went to a lot of these same places together. So here's been my experience with TikTok. I want other people to tell me if this is theirs. I set my account. I uploaded a couple of videos. There's this thing, the For You page, which I guess is one of the real engines of TikTok. So it's where the stuff that it thinks you would like lands and you can just easily scroll through. Here's the stuff it's recommending to me. Right-wing memes. <laughs> like unflattering caricatures of Joe Biden. Like mm. doing the rah, 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 kind of thing. There was one guy, he had one of those things like when someone sees you wearing a mask and thinks you're a Biden supporter and he was having like filming out. So there's that. There's stuff that's right on the borderline of being porn. Like pinup girls, you know, very low cut stuff. Accounts getting, I presume, deleted all the time because you see things like for my backup account, go to blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Basically thirst traps. But at least the stuff that's being recommended to me is all women in bikinis or almost in bikinis. I like how TikTok saw your facial structure and was like, yeah, those are the bones of a bigot. That's me. <laughs> the other thing, which is actually the most offensive, is the comedy, which is so dire as to make me hate everybody. With Vine, at least, it was like you have six seconds or seven seconds or whatever it was. That's all the time that you have. With TikTok, you can go up to a minute and people don't know where to stop doing the bit. And it's so painful. Yeah, it's awful, awful, awful. It goes on too long. And it's like, if this was 20 seconds, it would be perfect. But you're just repeating the same joke over and over. Yeah, it's very upsetting. The, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Well, that's gone. Maybe I am high. <laughs> Thank you. The thing that I really, really hate is the stuff that the person is acting like it's not staged, but it's the most obviously staged bullshit you've ever seen. And I refer specifically to moms talking to their kids and their kids are off screen. And the mom is like setting the kid up to say something like, fuck you. And then the mom looks at the camera like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that could be particularly offensive considering you have a naturally funny child. Yes, exactly. Who you would not milk for content unless it's on Twitter. Sorry, that was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, there's a lot of meme songs and doing like a particular dance or a thing to the song. Blech. Yeah, have you seen this one with the Eminem song? Which one? No. There's an Eminem song called Thack, I believe. I think he says, and I can't quite tell, I haven't looked up the lyrics. It meme kicks in when he goes, I'm coming. And then he makes a series of what I presume are cum sounds throughout the song. He goes, beep, beep, like stuff like that. The structure of these meme videos is, People want to date a blank until they find out, mm -hmm. right? One was like, people want to date a pilot until they find out. And it's like, uh, I have to get up at three in the morning. And it's a series of lists like that. At the end of the clip, he does something like, and the series of very, very attractive people are like getting in the camera and making, you know, stupid faces. And that's as far as I can tell the meme. And they're unimaginable. Oof. I think my most hated meme format is when it's the song that's like, oh, oh no, oh no, 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 no. Like that uh, shit makes me want to die. Uh, uh, yes, really bad. 
it's always with like some horrible content. It's always like, wow, I hate you. I'm getting like a violent response to this. Yes. <laughs> I spend a lot of my time watching cat videos on Instagram, and most of them come from TikTok. That's interesting because I think uh, Commander Meowch spends most of his time watching Thundercat videos. I'll play in the base. Did you two with the pear juice get to like the dregs of the pear juice? Because I'm getting some fat chunks right now. <laughs> I did. I stopped drinking after three sips. What brand is that? He wasn't on when we started doing these. So, Layton, do you want to explain your bit? Oh, we did a bit called Eat or Yeet, where I assembled each of us a package of snacks in one beverage to get some reviews on them. And this is Crunch Crunch Pear. It's just pear juice. It's pretty good. <laughs> Should we do another snack? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, I know you don't have it, Lord Phobos, and I apologize for that, but you also don't eat food, right? Not really. I, 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 I drink liquids, but food, not so much. Yeah, the things that nourish you are riffs, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, the daily dose of rock and roll. Of course. The tone zone. Lord Phobos, I saw you reopened up your guitar lessons. How are your guitar lessons coming? They're going great. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm teaching a bunch of people Mondays and Tuesdays, typically. It's a beautiful way to start the week. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, there's some people learning for the first time, just learning their first chord. Other people, they're looking for some new hot links to play, you know? So there's some shredders, too. <laughs> I bet. We all should be so lucky as to get guitar lessons from you, a true guitar master. Yeah, you know, you, you can sign up, but I just email phobosguitarlessons at gmail.com and my assistant Phoebe will get back to you with the current availabilities as well as rates. Oh, that's great. Wow. I love that. Very precious. Leighton, let's eat some more food here. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to pull out a little striped package out of your bag that's like this. Oh, Whitheim? Yep. Whiteheim. <laughs> I thought the band Heim was mostly white already. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> you got him. Thank you. All right, so tell us about this treat that you're opening. On the front, it says Whiteheim White Hazelnut. Should we try it? Yeah. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're about to drop a shoe where you're like, and it's made of pure goat semen. <laughs> no, it's good. I had never seen the White Hazelnut variety because they have a chocolate one. To describe to the audience, I would consider them like degloved Kit Kats. Mm -hmm. So it's like wafer on the outside and then like white hazelnut cream on the inside. They're very good. I thought you were going to be fucking with us, but all this stuff is delicious. Yeah, Brian, because I'm not going to be like, oh, here's three bags of lukewarm mayo. Fuck you. I, I want my friends to have treats. <laughs> Some of us like bags of lukewarm mayo. Thank you very much. I was hesitant on throwing that bit back in for this. Lord Phobos was, shall we say, a last minute booking. And so we couldn't get the lukewarm mayo shipped to space in time. Is that where you are right now, Lord Phobos? Space or somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. I don't have mayo here, but I've got some hand cream. That's the closest thing in this room. That'll do it. Yeah, that's what I thought. It actually is very important to moisturize when you're in deep space, because as you might imagine, water is at a premium. Eucerin. Oh, that's the good shit. Yeah, yeah. It's a skin calming. <laughs> Oh, the mayo. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't do it with the two of you because you already know the bit. And you've never been force-fed mayo by me, right, Jarek? No. Right. So that will change one day. 
I'm not going to say when. The only way I'll accept this is if it's like a freezer bag of mayo and you snip the corner off of it. So it's like a little mayo gogurt. What are your thoughts about veganaise, Brian? Thumbs down. It's bullshit. What? I'm into veganaise. I buy it. <laughs> I've been burned by so many bad mayo brands that I'm reluctant to expand my horizons. <laughs> I once tried, and I feel like I may have talked about this on the show. Lord Phobos, you'll relate to this. Whole Foods brand mayo. And it was some of the grossest shit I've ever had. They put in a little bit of Dijon makes mayo great. A lot makes it fucking Dijon. And they put way too much in. And I was making an egg salad with it because I like old man foods. And my egg salad tasted like mustard and I wanted to fucking die. It was the worst. That's so horrible for you. It wasn't the eggs, because I checked that. I had an egg separately. This is the process. I had an <laughs> egg separately. And <laughs> I know what you're <laughs> Yeah. And then I tried the mayo. And it was the mayo. And I got Rachel to try the mayo. And she also agreed that it was the mayo. I'm sorry. And he <laughs> so my point was that burned me. Trader Joe's was passable. If I'm at a real grocery store where you can get real mayo, I'll get the real stuff, which We've started going to. Thoughts on Kewpie mayo? Kewpie is good. I like Kewpie. What's a real grocery store? Like a Ralph's or a Vons or an A&P or a Pathmark or an- What's a fake grocery store? Like Whole Foods where you can't actually get anything you'd really want anyway. And then also you get two things and it's like $65. <laughs> you get two things at $65 and they don't have room for the stuff you'd want because they needed a fucking aromatherapy aisle. <laughs> That's a Whole Foods. <laughs> You can get a smoothie while you're there, at least. Yes, that's true. The smoothies are very nice, and Audrey likes them a lot. They're cookies, the mix and match little cookie boxes you can make. Oof, Carmelita. Presumably named after the Gigi Allen song. You must be a fan of Gigi Allen, Lord Phobos. I mean, a very influential murder junkie. Yeah, you know, from one punk to another, I, I, I definitely respect the dude. Yeah, just taking a shit on stage. Seemed like a great guy. Yeah, he did some crazy stuff. <laughs> and that's music history with Lord Phobos. <laughs> he was a crazy guy. Lord Phobos, who are your guitar aspirations? The people who inspired you the most when it comes to your playing? That's a tricky question. I mean, definitely all time. Probably a mix of like... Eddie Van Halen for the lead stuff, and rhythm guitar, definitely. Nile Rodgers. Mm-hmm. George Benson for some smooth jazz licks. I've been actually listening to a lot of George Benson recently, and he's an amazing guitarist and writer, and his singing is the absolute worst, <laughs> and half the time he's singing out of tune, and it really bothers me. But he's always singing good love songs, very relatable. Yeah, but there were times when I was like, was this professionally recorded? And it's George Benson. Probably like fucking Quincy Jones produced it or something, but yeah. oh, the vocals are, oh, oh, they're just awful. <laughs> I love the vocals. I think it's the voice of an angel. <laughs> and certainly a big vocal inspiration for me when I practice. Look, don't get me wrong. He has the voice of an angel. It's just a quarter tone off <laughs> from where it should be. Wow. <laughs> yeah. God had to take him down a peg. When I get high, I don't know if you know this about me, Layden, it's hot takes galore. Ever since you put on that weed hat, you've had an opinion on everything. You know what? Okay, let's do this segment. <laughs> Set me up for some hot takes. Yes. And I'll give you some hot takes. I want to do like a lightning round thing where you ask me a thing and I'll give you a hot take on it. And this is going to fail. 
because I can't think that fast, but I feel like it's a good time to try it. Oatmeal. Uh, oatmeal. It, it, it always tastes bad. No one wants fake brown sugar. Scathing. Adidas. Over. That's all I'm going to say about Adidas. Over. Was over 40 years ago. Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. Now, Jarek, I'm sure you have an opinion on this. Seem like the most poser touristy bullshit I've ever seen, even though I'm sure they probably have a legitimate origin. I don't know what the origin is, but for starters, it's actually Aloha shirts. I do love that. You'll never hear anybody who lives in Hawaii say, Go off. Hawaiian shirt. It's okay, though. I feel like just not a lot of people know. Um, but you will never hear like a local say Hawaiian shirt. T-I-L. And then the color. People still wear Aloha shirts back home, but it just can't be a, an outlandish design and color like the one we have presented here. Yes. For the audio only listeners, Lord Phobos is wearing an Adidas tracksuit that's sick as fuck and Brian is wearing an ugly ass orange Aloha shirt. This is a real Hawaiian shirt. I bought this at an old Navy in Burbank. Aloha shirt, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you bought it at, what is it, like ABC stores in Honolulu? Oh, <laughs> yes, ABC stores. Nice, yes. They have I'm so sure. many Hawaiian shirts. Jarek, does anybody actually buy Hawaiian shirts from ABC or just tourists? <laughs> Only tourists, Lord Phobos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I tried to buy chewing gum at an ABC store, and it was so stupidly priced that I gave up. Wait, so what is an ABC in Hawaii? It's kind of just like a corner 7-Eleven store, but geared specifically towards tourists, and they sell more gifty stuff. It's like souvenirs, yeah. Gotcha. It's like a souvenir slash like general 7-Eleven store. Because where I'm from, it, it was bad. And ABC is the only place you can buy liquor. <laughs> Alcohol board something? Is that what it stands for? Alcoholic beverage control system. Hell yes. They are such grim buildings. Um, it's miserable. Send a link. It's very much like, do you want to feel bad about buying liquor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, like you can't go to a grocery store and buy liquor, or at least you couldn't when I was there. So coming to California where you can just go to CVS and buy booze is wild. In New Hampshire, they have state-run liquor stores. Yeah. It's all like that in Canada. Interesting. Yeah. What are your favorite Canadian beverages, Lord Phobos? I like my beers. <laughs> give, me, give me a craft brew, IPA. Collective Arts. Could you be like a little bit more vague? Um, Halo Brewery was one I found. It's really good. Do you like Canadian Club? Are you a member of the Canadian Club that drinks Canadian Club whiskey? The Canadian Club, like uh, citizenship. Yes. But not the whiskey club. Guys, can we eat another snack? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Another edition of Eat or Yeet. I want you to find the little green crackers. By the way, I definitely feel unstable right now. Just to clarify, you are all high. I'm not high yet. Do I need another hit? Do I need a fourth hit, you guys? I'm not doing a fourth hit. You don't have to do one, Brian. Jarek is just asking if he should do one, which I think maybe he should. I don't feel anything. Or should I eat a gummy? I mean, that just means you'll feel something potentially later. Are you alone? Do you have anyone who lives with you? No, I live alone. Don't fuck yourself up then, dude. Like, all right. <laughs> this is so intensely charming to me. <laughs> The first thing I am is a father, and I have to watch out for everybody. Okay, so tell me about this snack that you've pulled out of your bags. All right, so we've got a Ziploc bag of kind of rice crackery-looking things. What are they shaped like? Jerk. They kind of look like the Nickelodeon Splat logo. 
Looks like a crab to me. Oh, are these seafood crackers? Are they all crabs? Oops, all crabs. <laughs> <laughs> this one's definitely a crab. I can't, oh, is this a bird or half a crab? No. It's crabs all the way down. They're all crabs. Let's try this treat. Or I don't know, we don't know if it's a treat yet. Oh, this is good. Oh, fuck yeah. Are these wasabi shrimp crackers? Yeah, they're wasabi crab crackers. I'm into this. The sounds of the crunching is giving me flavor clues. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. These are very good. I was not expecting these to be good. This was like my big wild card. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, it tastes like crab. And then there's like a little smack of wasabi. It was good shit. These are like all my favorite things. I love shrimp puffs, mm. which I don't know the rest of the world, but in London when we lived there, if you we went for Chinese food, that was like a default thing, shrimp puffs. Hmm. So I love shrimp puffs. I love wasabi. I love rice crackers. This is like perfect. Yeah, I'm getting these again. These rule. I'm sorry you don't have any Phobos. I'll just think about what it would be like to eat some red food and sit here hungry. Mm-hmm. All I does give me peace is this. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad at you anymore. <laughs> Cleansing. Thank you. Well, I do have a question about the rest of the podcast, Phobos. So we do segments here, which I didn't tell you about, but would you like to join us for segments? Yeah, I'll stick around for some segments. Nice. I just Hell didn't yeah. want to put the pressure on you. Oh, I appreciate that. It's that father instinct coming out. That's right. Even though you are a thousand years older than I am, I still think of you as my son. Thank you. We should do the rest of the snacks before we do other segments, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so the wasabi crab crackers eat. Get the thing that looks like waffles. What's it smell like? Cheddar. Oh, fuck. I hate cheese. All right. Yeah, do it. Yep. Whatever this is, it doesn't taste cheesy to me, but it's not bad. Flavors like pizza. Hey! Pizza waffle chips. Mm. Hell yeah. They're little pizzas. I don't like them as much as the wasabi crackers, but that's a eat. Yeah. But they're fine. Yeah, I like them. Did one of you buy all the snacks and drop them all off, or did you all get the snacks on your own? No, Leighton prepared care packages for me and Jarek. She's been our guide. She recommended the marijuana products we purchased. She told us when to do drugs, which was a lot in her case. I'm legally culpable for. <laughs> she prepared these little munchie packs. Wait, did something open up, or are there supposed to be loose things in this bag. I just gave you two of the same thing, just because why not? So that's our final snack. And I don't have one because I ate all the ones that were in the bag. I'm saying there were loose pizza crackers in my bag. Oh, <laughs> you got some bonuses then. <laughs> <laughs> the blessing of the bag chip. All right. So we have this thing. It looks like a marshmallow Hello Kitty thing. Accurate description. As you'll note, the texture on the outside is very soft. It's marshmallow. Mm-hmm. No, there's a little chocolate on it, too. <laughs> that really is the perfect way to describe the experience of eating that. <laughs> it's solid. I'm not like a marshmallow guy. You know, marshmallows are fine in context. Yeah, Phobos, what's your take on marshmallows? Just if you could, you know, beam the, the flavor. It's a thumbs up. Wonderful. It's a thumbs up right there. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Yes. 
Yeah, you know, Zencaster has really repeatedly let us down. This always happens to me when I teach guitar lessons, too. So, guitar lessons with you are, what would you say, 95% bits and 5% material instruction? <laughs> well, you know, the setup's complicated. Sometimes things break, and, you know, by the end of the lesson, hopefully you've learned something. Just like life, it's chaos. Just like life, man. All right, Lord Phobos. I am very, very, very excited to present this first segment to you. This segment is our pop culture recommendation segment. And you, as a musician, will appreciate what this segment is, because it doesn't matter what people say. It matters what the introduction theme song is. So this, excuse me, I'm pouring myself water. It's hard to multitask at the moment. All right, it's coming out of the bottle now. There it is. So refreshing. What matters is that the theme song is particularly incredible. And it's something I know you're, of course, a very accomplished musician, along with Twerp. And as a solo artist, for many years, you performed under the name Alanis Morissette, which some people might know your singles, You Ought to Know, and your album, Jagged Little Pill. You've got a long storied career of writing and performing music. And so I think you will be uniquely positioned to appreciate this theme song, which we have never done in a video format before. Usually it's just audio. So people can't see what they're doing or what I'm doing, which just occurred to me right now. But nevertheless, I'm going to play the theme song for you and I want you to tell me what you think about it. Okay. And this is like a musical critique, like technical. You know, you can critique however you like. It can be about how it made you feel. It can be technical. You know, however you feel compelled to respond to it. Everyone has their own kind of vibe they pick up from it. And if you need to see it through an analytical eye, I completely get that. And that is your choice. And I respect that choice. But if you just want to vibe out to it, that's totally cool too. Understood. All right. So here's the What's Poppin' theme song starting. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? All right, that was it. I didn't hear anything. God fucking <laughs> Oh, thank you, God. Yeah, 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 I didn't hear anything. Yeah, so I can't comment on it and review it without hearing the song. Here's the thing, Lord Phobos. I didn't play anything, and I'm sorry. Oh, you got me. I set you up for a, a little goof, and I got you, but not in a way that makes me feel good, because... It's a long-standing disagreement. This is the last week I'm ever going to do this. Uh, a long-standing disagreement with me and Layton about whether this bit works. I would be a fool to say it always works because, of course, it doesn't. But I still like it. And it not working uh, are, is – I think I am high, actually. I think I'm proving this right now uh, – is, is one of my favorite parts. So the point being, I still don't concede that Layton was right, but this bit did not work this week, and it is not your fault. Well, you really fooled me, and now I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed now. 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 Brian, look what you did to him. I'm embarrassed now. I'm embarrassed now. Jerk, what's poppin'? 
I've been listening to a lot of The Carpenters. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, shit. Yes. Did you know Karen Carpenter was a drummer? No. Yes, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was a ridiculously great drummer. They do like a really good version of Ticket to Ride by the Beatles. Ooh, shit. She does this really great like uh, slow down fill on the chorus. She takes a halftime. But yes, I've been listening to the Carpenters a lot. And the other thing is I finished this show called Search Party on HBO. Oh, is that the Alana Glazer thing? She's from Broad City. Yeah. It has Alia. Shawcat? Shawcat. Yeah. And it. it's fantastic. I love it. Fuck yeah. A academic slash podcaster I really like, Karen Tongson, wrote a book recently about Karen Carpenter called Why Karen Carpenter Matters. Have you read this? I haven't. No, no, no. She's Filipino, and she was talking about how it's a big thing in the Philippines, the carpenters. Is that true? Yeah. I think you asked me one time, and we talked about Filipinos loving the carpenters. <laughs> well, I didn't remember that, yeah. But it, it is a thing or it is not a thing? Probably because I had read this book by her. Yeah, no, no. It's definitely a thing. My dad played it, and that's why I've been listening to it a lot. That's awesome. And then it's funny, I posted this like string of Karen Carpenter videos uh, of her playing drums and like one of the records and my other friend who's Filipino, it so happened to like be on his dresser <laughs> of that same record that I was playing. So yes, I would conclude that the Carpenters <laughs> are very important for some reason in Filipino culture. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, Rachel listens to the Carpenters a lot. They're great. What was their heyday, like the mid to late 60s? Yeah, and then on the rise of like hair metal and like stadium rock. Oh, right. Did they do a the metal album? Is it the Osmonds or something? Well, maybe it's the Partridge Family. I can't remember. Metallica. Yeah, thank you. One of us, Metallica. Wouldn't it be great, actually, if they ever did record a metal album again? <laughs> Boom. Anyway. Yeah, there was some like easy listening band from the 70s that recorded a metal album. And I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't think it was the Carpenters. No, okay. It wasn't them. Brian, what's popping? What's popping with me is I'm reading what I found out after I started it was a young adult book by uh, Jeff Vandermeer, who wrote Annihilation. And he has a new book out called A Peculiar Peril, which I'm about 100 pages into. And it's like a fun adventure story. And I never read Annihilation or anything by him. I can't even remember how I came to fucking buy this book. I probably read a review of it on some site or something. And it's just like a boarding school student in England who inherits his grandfather's weird mansion and then goes traipsing around a bunch of parallel universes, including one, I think, I'm only 100 pages in, but Alistair Crowley, I believe, moved there from our dimension. And in this dimension, magic is real. And he's trying to take over the world. Wow, that sounds tight as fuck. It's pretty fun, and it's a fun adventure story, and I assume it is completely unlike Annihilation because it's not like a deep philosophical weird thing. I don't like Annihilation, and I don't like the second book after it. The first one is like not good, and then the second one is like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Oh, it's bad? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a contentious opinion. I saw the movie. Great movie, though. Really great movie, though. The writing ain't there, but it doesn't matter. You think it's one of those things where people say it's deep, but that's because they don't understand anything. I mean, what is there to understand? It's very like Hemingway. It's very vague. Like none of the characters are actually named. That feels like the strongest part of it, but it's just like so not actually compelling. There isn't really much to unpack. Cool. Lord Phobos, what's popping with you? Is a pop culture recommendation. Anything you're enjoying these days could be whatever. Yeah, I don't consume anything. When I'm done making my own stuff, I just shut off and just kind of reboot for the next day. Good for you. Great. 
Do you listen to old twerp albums or once it's done, it's done? That's actually a really good question. Or do you just not even listen to it after you're done in the studio? Do you just kind of go to the studio, record your part, and then... Out the door. You don't even listen. Yep. Make that money. Yeah, that's what it's about. (laughs) Some records, yes. Some records, no. There's no pattern to it. But certainly the last record I've been listening to every now and again, but every occasionally. Yeah. This is the Return to Wherever album. Or did you have one after that? So there's that one and Over the Top. So I've been listening to Over the Top. Which one was more recent? I can't even remember now. Over the Top is the newest one. And it was uh, Return to Wherever before that. Yeah, okay. You don't want to listen to your own stuff too much, but every now and again, it can kind of take you back to the time when you made it, and it's nostalgic. And also, when you see those Spotify numbers start to dip, you got to listen to your own stuff. Yeah, I put our records on loop when I'm asleep. Multiple devices. It's muted, but I'm still getting the plays. Yep. Layton, what's popping? What's popping for me is the 1989 film Society. Oh, shit. Wow. Classic. Yeah. By the way, we live in one. It's so fucking good. The whole thing is on YouTube. Have you not seen it before? I had never seen Society before. It had been on the list for a long time, but... Wow. God, what a, like, actually perfect movie. (laughs) Pretty awesome. Some great effects. Folks, if you like practical effects and body horror, this is, like, the most incredible third act payoff I think I've ever seen in anything. Like, first two acts, great. And then third act, a few minutes into it, I was like, wow, if the movie ended right now, it would still be fucking amazing. And then it keeps going for, like, half an hour. It's, I love it. It's great. That's what's popping for me. Cool. Do you want to introduce our final segment? Yes, shall we? Our final segment is called Peaches and Lemons, which is a combo between airing a petty grievance and then also acknowledging three things that are cool and nice and good. So we're each going to start with a lemon, which is a thing that is like a mild bummer, something that like ruined your next 10 to 15 minutes, like a minor inconvenience. Let's air it. This is Peaches and Lemons theme song here. I'll go first with my lemon. I hope this doesn't seem callous that it's only a lemon, but a week ago we had three snails and this week we have none. Oh, uh, they went into permanent hibernation <laughs> for reasons that are totally mysterious to us because we tried to keep their snabitat <laughs> nice and wet. And sorry, can you say that one more time about the snabitat? Snabitat. Yeah, what do you have to keep it? Nice and wet. Okay, great. Thank you. You know I keep that snabitat wet. (laughs) But we tried everything with these fucking snails, and they just, every time we would revive them, they would go back to hibernation where they form a little suction cup over there, opening their shells and just dry up for a while. They'd go under, we'd wake them up every couple days. Last time, I said, you know what, maybe it's the time of the year that they'd just go into hibernation. We'll, like, see what happens. We let them sit for a long time, like weeks, and we tried to wake them up. And nope. So. God. I think they disliked me so much they did not want to continue living with our family. And those snails are no more. Did Audrey take it okay? Audrey didn't give a single shit. (laughs) Audrey moved so fast that it was stunning. I felt worse about it than she did. She just like nodded and went about the room for a while. I think this was maybe during the point in time very recently where she was stomping around the room, scream singing to herself, get me to the church on time from My Fair Lady. Excellent pick. And so we interrupted that to tell her about the snails. And she was like, all right, 
and then moved on. So Audrey doesn't care. I was a wreck for about an hour. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So our house is substantially less gross today than it was yesterday, despite my best efforts. RIP loves to eat, looks around, and slowpoke. Wait, those are their names? Yeah, guess who named them? In memoriam. <laughs> Can you put some yeah. like sad uh-huh. piano music right here? Just like moment of silence for the Snabitat? Mm. Hold on. I'm going to text Commander Meowch who just checked in with me to see how I'm feeling. How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, I'm not like knocked off my ass, but I definitely think I'm feeling something. Yeah. Jarek? Nope, nothing. Uh, I still feel the same. This was my fear. Whatever. We're having a great episode, whether we're high or not. Like, we didn't guarantee results. Yeah, this is a killer app. This Phobos cameo is the best thing ever. Yeah. I am so happy to be here. This is a great Saturday night. Yeah, this is a delight. It's the best. We were joined earlier by Officer Shaw, who told us all about the dangers of doing hard drugs. Officer Vernon Shaw. Sergeant. Yes, Sergeant Vernon Shaw, who confirmed on camera and on voice that he was a member of the police force. (laughs) Felony! That's right. All right, let's get another lemon going in here. Yeah, some of my plants have died. No. I'm sorry. Not the snake plant behind me. I can't kill that one. That one's going strong. Snake plants are pretty resilient. Yeah, I got this bird of paradise plant, and it's all falling over, and I'm... I'm sorry, did you say burger paradise? Burger paradise plant. Yeah, cool. I look online what it needs, and it needs more water, and less water, and more sunlight, and less sunlight. (laughs) I don't know what to do. I don't know how to bring it back. Do you have any tips? No, plants don't do well in our house. Mostly through neglect. (laughs) They're against my religion. All my effort is going towards keeping a child alive. Not to completely throw my wife under the bus, but I will do that right now. (laughs) She wants plants and then she forgets to water them, and then they move on. Tale is old this time. And then I say something like, why didn't you water the plants? And she says, it's not my job. And I say, those are your plants. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, completely owned your wife with facts and logic. Don't. That's what I do. It's my job as a man. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. My lemon is over the weekend, I was washing my sheets, and I was like, you know, I haven't washed my mattress protector in a while. And then I put it in the washing machine and neglected to realize that the purpose of a mattress protector is that it is indeed waterproof. So imagine my surprise when I waddle up (laughs) two flights of stairs to get to our single rickety washing machine that they fucking jacked the price up by 50 cents. Now it costs $4 to do like one load wash dry. It's fucking ridiculous. Stupid. Anyway, I open the wash and none of the water has drained. Nothing has spun out. And picture, if you will, a queen-sized water balloon. That was very heavy, just completely, (laughs) completely holding all of the water of an entire load of laundry. And it was all twisted everywhere. Anyway, I just felt like the dumbest idiot of all time. Just like wet, like cold water splashing everywhere as I'm trying to find the like opening to get it out. It was like silent film-esque, but in the silent film, everyone was saying fuck constantly at like 160 BPM. Anyway, that's my lemon. I believe that's the Charlie Chaplin classic, Modern Fucks. (laughs) That they do that. Beautiful. Jarek. 
my soap dispenser broke in my bathroom. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry, bud. Was it a nice one? I said, I'm sorry, bud. Oh. bud. Right? That's from my key. Like marijuana. Oh, you got him. Got me, Bri. Yeah. <laughs> that was so dismissive. <laughs> I was barely tolerating it. Got me, Bri. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, it's my favorite. Do you hate it when people call you Bri? No, I don't care. A lot of people do. It's just your tone. <laughs> it was there just to knock me aside so you could continue on with what you were saying. It was so funny. All right. Sorry. I interrupted. Have you ever just had something that was so consistently there? You always relied on it 24 7, 365, never will fail you. And then one day it just slips out from under your feet and isn't there anymore. Yes. And that ease of just pumping soap into my hand. Well, show us that pumping soap motion again, please. <laughs> really violent, dude. But... Giving it a smash. That's my lemon. Who's got some peaches? Yeah. Let's hit peaches. We each hit three peaches. Oh. Lord Phobos, do you want to go first? Three good things. Three things you like. Minor, major, whatever. I got a balcony I've been sitting outside on. Boy, is it great. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. I mean, look around. I was trying to think of the second one. And, um... <laughs> it's like Audrey writing a joke <laughs> right now. It's like, what did, what, what did, what did the lamp <laughs> say yeah. to the vape pen? You know? <laughs> I don't have sushi takeout for dinner. Cool. What kind? Uh, dynamite roll and then a salmon roll with that, but two different rolls. And that was that's good. Very nice. It wasn't the best salmon, the best uh, sushi I've ever had in my life, but I was grateful for it. It was definitely a peach. And the third thing is singing. Mm. Yes, of course. Singing songs. Yes, which you're very good at. And people can find you singing where again? On Instagram and, and Twitter and all those social media bullshit. You just look me up on there and you find it. No handles needed or provided. Just figure it out. <laughs> I'm still practicing. It's just a work in progress. I hope to be great someday, but I'm just taking a step by step. Lord Phobos, I've said this probably on this podcast before, and I'm pretty sure I've said it to you, but you are one of the most astonishing guitarists I've ever met. Your playing and your musicianship inspire me every time we work together. I think you're just amazing, and it's an honor to know you and perform with you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I could say the same thing about your musicianship. I do have bad news for you. I don't play guitar anymore. I'm all in on singing. Oh, no. It's just singing? Okay, great. If I started learning guitar now, do you think I would have a chance of becoming a guitarist in Torp? By the way, I also want to just point out that I complimented your musicianship and your playing, and you only complimented my musicianship. But I'm going to move on from that basically immediately. Yeah, let's move on. My question was... That's a little awkward. I'm not going to lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Would I have a chance of becoming a guitarist and twerp if I started guitar right now? Do you think I'd have a shot? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to take lessons from me. I could start teaching you the parts one note per week. Great. Was so that's a 12-week course? Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Wow. 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 All right. Who wants to go next? I have ones that I'll forget if I don't say them. Uh-huh. That I've already forgotten and now I have lotion on my hands. I have to look at my notes. Okay, I've got lotion all over my phone. Fuck. <laughs> Inspired by one of Phobos's peaches, I also have a balcony that I love very much that has been covered in garbage because I'm a disgusting trash nest goblin. 
and I finally cleaned it. And now it is like a brand new balcony. You know, folks, you should clean stuff. Cleaning is great. That's first peach. Second peach, as I've been learning how to play, uh, Show Me How by Men I Trust on the bass. It's just really fun, fun slides in there. That's the name of a band or the name of a group of men? It's the name of a band. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like a collective because I trust no man. (laughs) Good. Yeah, you know, you got to keep them on their toes. And then my third one is that I pre-ordered some On Cinema at the Cinema merchandise a little while back. And I received my beautiful VF Victorville Film Archive shirt. And I also got On Cinema at the Cinema mug, baby. Oh, sick. Does that say On Cinema at the Cinema mug? No. Missed opportunity. On Cinema mug at the Cinema mug? That's a missed opportunity. I think there are a lot of missed opportunities in that cadre of murderers and liars, you know? Yeah. They're really committing some crimes over there. It's very serious. I'm going to let that hang. Um, (laughs) Those are my features. (laughs) My balcony is also covered in garbage. I just had to put a trash can out there, and actually, I'm like, why did I not do this forever ago? Well, that's smart, yeah. Yeah, you got to get that balcony trash. I am a little concerned about the possums and the cats, but I put up, like, fencing around my balcony so they can't get in but i do see them through the bars and it's like they're in a little prison staring at my um java chip oreos Uh, i've got a bag of leaves that's been out on my deck now for five months and it rained and it ripped open the bag of leaves like two days ago finally ripped open now there's leaves spread all out all over again i gotta sweep them up the second time classic space problems (laughs) there's also a raccoon living under it But I love it out there. It's home. I love being outside, but also sort of inside. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) As long as the animals don't get in. I had a raccoon in my apartment once. Oh, this is a joke. This feels like the setup to a joke. (laughs) No, this is a true story. This is real. Real life. It was inside the window. I looked at it, and then Uh it jumped out the window again. But it it was in there for a little bit. Amazing. For more stories like that, go to at... Lord Phobos on Twitter and Instagram. No, it's mostly just singing on there. Mostly just thank you. Jarek. Peach number one is I've been busy with work. It's nice to be busy with work again, nonstop for the past two weeks. So I was very thankful for that. Second peach is a couple big projects that I did last year are finally coming out. Mm. Very excited for that. Congratulations. Thanks. And my last peach is I got a bidet. <gasps> yes, dude. It's the best. It's the bee's knees. I love a bidet. Aaron recently tweeted, don't wipe dry. Yes, it's true. Look, I've been wiping for 40-something years now. I don't want to say 46, because there were probably a few years in there where I didn't. But as an experienced lifetime wiper, let me assure you that Brian Weck wipes wet. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what are your peaches? Peach number one is, uh, I don't know how to feel about this, but my daughter befriended a squirrel. lives in our backyard by feeding it like leaving nuts out for it and it now gets so close to her that it makes me physically upset because i'm like i told her i was like do not hand feed that squirrel if i see you hand feeding the squirrel i will be mad as opposed to rachel who's like go give it nuts you know (laughs) rachel does not encourage hand feeding because she recognizes that they have diseases but She does encourage Audrey to leave snacks and stuff out for the squirrel. And it's very, very cute to have a squirrel come up. They're adorable little rodents. But it makes me so nervous because it's getting very, very close to Audrey. And 
I'm not joking. Maybe you saw me tweet about this. We woke up the other morning and it was staring in our back door <laughs> very clearly waiting for us to get up. <laughs> and it's so unnerving to have an animal, by the way, that we recently discovered only has one paw. We didn't notice this for a while. Whoa. But the squirrel, Audrey named it Nutty, by the way, which is real fucking original. The squirrel Nutty has only one paw and it's on our back door just doing this with his one stump. Doing some fucking Hannibal Lecter shit. It's so unsettling. Well, the other thing that was really surprising, this squirrel might be legitimately homicidal. <laughs> we were playing catch with like a big green ball. And the squirrel, first of all, was watching us from the top of Audrey's little climbing structure. And I dropped this ball. So this ball is maybe, Lord Phobos, to put it in language, you'd understand 15 centimeters in diameter <clears throat> and neon green. And we dropped it, and the squirrel chased after it like it was food. <laughs> and then realized what it was doing was like, whoa, and then turned back around. So the squirrel mistook a large neon green ball for something it eats, which is upsetting to me. That squirrel wanted his fat nut. Yeah. Look, I'm glad Audrey's happy because she gets to talk about the squirrel. There are two others that have joined that she calls uh, Sneaky Sneak and – Fuck, what's the other dumb name? Hoppy or something? I don't even know. Yeah, she loves these squirrels, and they're a source of lots of drama. And now, because we get to look out at the backyard and watch them watch us as gradually more and more squirrels show up, and then the force of a thousand bodies presses against our plate class door. <laughs> My second peach is this week and next week are Audrey's spring break, and we are taking a trip up to Big Bears, as Audrey calls it, because she thinks it's multiple bears up to Big Bear for a week. And I'm very excited to get out of town uh, with my lovely family and get up into some cold mountain air. So I don't think it'll be any snow. For those of you who don't know, Big Bear is a mountain neighborhood. Is it actually a mountain called Big Bear? There's a lake, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's like a little mountain kind of ski-ish kind of thing that's a couple hours outside of LA. And we're going to go up there and have a great time. I rented a place with a hot tub, Whoa. which Audrey is very very excited about. Although I did get a note from the Airbnb owner who says that <laughs> hot tub gets like four degrees warmer every hour. So you need to start it up <laughs> very far ahead of time, which I thought was really, really funny. My final peach is that I, my friends, ingested some THC tonight and it's been a long time coming. I've been weed curious for a little bit. And I'm glad to do it with friends like you guys and do it in such a fun, welcoming way. It's way better to do it like this than it is to like be alone on the couch at 1145 at night when the rest of my family is asleep in the house and just take a hit and hope I don't freak out. Don't describe the rest of my evening like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was great. I think it's clear neither Jarek nor I got like totally destroyed I feel a little looser, I got to say, than I did at the beginning. It might be the friendship, but it's probably the weed. <laughs> this was a huge success. Yeah. Would you two be open to doing this again is the question. Yeah. Oh, I'm addicted now, as established. Yeah, you're doing more right after this. Yeah, I'm going to down this whole box of mints, which tastes like complete ass. <laughs> I've totally done that with those. I've just been like, well, they're 2.5. I'm going to eat like 10 of these. <laughs> 
I had a friend who did that with like those chocolate covered espresso beans. Oh, fuck. I did the same thing in the San Francisco airport. <laughs> yeah. Almost had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. He actually he went to the hospital. No. Yeah. Those things are pretty intense though. There's also weed lube, which there's a really great Vice article about a woman who drank an entire bottle of weed lube and then documented her experience. And it's incredible. <laughs> but I purchased this weed lube. Um... It's a stupid liquid that's useless to me. It does not work. And so I was just like taking little sips of it. <laughs> you were drinking lube? Well, it had weed in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I won't regret this. I love that you drank lube. Amazing. Yeah, I didn't say anything in this episode about the first time I smoked weed, I burned my eyelashes off, right? Oh, I think we talked about that before. At some point. I just needed to say it during the weed episode. It's important. Kids listen to Officer Shaw, quote unquote, Officer Shaw. It's a bad time. Lord Phobos, we will let you go because we are done with this episode. I do want to thank a couple people. First and foremost, Layton, for guiding us through this huh? transformative drug experience. And thank you for the snacks. And for the snacks. Of course. I'm so glad to do it. I love turning my friends into- uh, Junkies. No. Addicts. No, of disciples of Satan, you know? <laughs> I've done this many times, and I would say that I'm the woman that Dare warns you about. So I'm just pleased that I've completed yet another tick on my agenda. <laughs> Bottoms up and the devil laughs, baby. <laughs> Dare to keep kids away from Layton. Why did you send us the vape pen called Arouse? Was this the only choice? No, there were other ones, but the rest of them were like, sleep, relax. And I was like, that's not appropriate for recording a podcast. There's never cool weed branding. No, it certainly seems like it. <laughs> well, I think there's another person that we really need to thank, which is all 300 plus of our patrons who made this happen. Thank you. 100%. The blood is on your hands. Mm -hmm. This happened faster than we thought it would. Honestly, it was like, oh, well, there's a bunch of people down on the Patreon. And then it like rocketed up. So thank you to all of you for supporting us that way and for clearly turning other people onto the show. So it's for you tonight that I have put drugs into my body. And as has Jarek. So that's what you mean. As have I. To me, yes. Lord Phobos, this was such an unexpected treat. I didn't know it was going to happen before a couple hours ago. And then the stars aligned, the guitars aligned, maybe I should say, <laughs> to make this happen. So thank you for joining us. Yes, it's been great. Thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun uh, hanging out. One more time, where can they find you? You can find me with the band Twerp. T-W-R-P. And I'm also posting my singing videos at Lord. Phobos. That's great. You also have some solo stuff on Bandcamp, do you not? This is correct, yes. Bandcamp slash Lord Phobos, something like that. I'm not prepared. I don't know my links. <laughs> great. The hallmark of a true professional in the music business, and I really do mean this, is not knowing the precise place people can find your music. Hell no. It's out there, though. It's on the internet. That's right. You're so important that it doesn't fucking matter if they find it or not, and that's the way it goes. If you look for it, you'll find it. If you want it. Well, thank you everybody for being here. Jarek, also always a joy to have you on these episodes. I'm sorry you didn't get high. <laughs> we'll do this again. Even if we don't do it on an episode, we will do this in a social context. I'm so sad we couldn't be there in person to embark on the hunt for the green October and pass the blunt. Would you consider harder drugs on this show? <laughs> like what? I was thinking, I don't know, crack cocaine. Yeah, of course, 
Yeah, wait, I, this feels like entrapment. This is definitely entrapment. <laughs> yeah, for the 420 patrons, that'll be, that'll be it. Yeah. Everybody, this was wonderful. What a night. What a historic moment. And everybody's going to be bearing witness to it. Layton, are there any final words you'd like to share? Yes, of course. Everyone listening, stay safe, come hard, take a fat rip of that bong, baby. <laughs> and also come hard again. Thanks, bye. This is the end of the episode. This is Late Night with Brian Weck saying, winners do drugs. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Late Night is produced by Brian Wecht, Leighton Gray, and Jarek Centeno. Follow us on Twitter at Leighton Night, on Instagram at Leighton underscore night, or email us at LeightonNight at gmail.com. <laughs>